here's a story from the world. Next up for Joe Biden, Poland, a longtime U.S. ally and a member of NATO. Poland borders Ukraine and has taken in around one and a half million displaced people in the last year. The Polish government says Ukrainians living in state-run accommodations will soon have to pay some rent. From Warsaw, our Europe correspondent Orla Barry reports. A 30-minute drive outside central Warsaw, there's a huge exhibition hall. It's an expo centre that usually hosts trade fairs and conferences. But today, hundreds of camp beds are set up lying side by side. The building is home right now to 800 Ukrainians who fled their country in recent months. And there's little privacy. This is Natalia Zavalyonkova. She's a former history teacher from Mariupol. She tells me there are eight people sleeping right next to each other in her small area. Zavalyonkova is holding a small plastic bag of her things as she talks to me. She says she keeps it with her at all times because she's afraid it'll be stolen. The centre has provided temporary shelter to more than 75,000 Ukrainians since Russia's invasion of Ukraine last February. There's a medical facility, a veterinary centre and a kids' playroom here. We provide a safe space for kids where they can play, where they can um, spend some time, do their school exercises or do some sport and things like that. This is Christina who runs the kids' room. She would only give me her first name for reasons of privacy. She tells me the number of Ukrainians arriving every day has fallen in recent months. But even with fewer people, life here isn't easy, she says. Conditions here are really hard. And there are no private space for kids even to do homework and exercises. And, you know, that's why like people who really care of their families, they try to get out from here as soon as possible. The centre is government-funded. But from March 1st, Ukrainians who are here longer than four months will have to pay for half of their accommodation and food costs. And after six months, that will go up to 75%. Anna Nochmilewska works with the Ocelenia Foundation, a support service for migrants and refugees in Poland. She says the government's new policy has already had an impact. Because when people got the information that there's going to pay for the accommodation, some of them decided to go back to Ukraine because they know that they won't be able to pay. The government says the new policy will save the Polish taxpayer from having to incur the full cost of housing Ukrainian refugees. But Nachmilewska says it might not be all about money. I really think that it's going to be introduced because of the elections which are coming. <laughs> There's a general election in Poland later this year. And with high energy bills and soaring inflation, the ruling party's popularity has fallen in the polls. But not all non-governmental organisations in Poland are opposed to the government's plan to make Ukrainians pay for their upkeep. The government cannot cover this for a uh, very big period of time. This is Dmitry Bilecki with the Ukrainian House, a crisis response centre for Ukrainians in Poland. People somehow need to deal with this situation, uh, help themselves as well, and to find a way to start a small new chapter of their life. Bilecki says many Ukrainians are now working full-time in Poland. But Anna Nachmilewska with the Ocelenia Foundation says it's not that easy for everyone to find work. Some people are still dealing with the trauma of the war, she says. And not everyone has sufficient Polish to be able to get a job. 
back at the Warsaw Expo Centre, I ask history teacher Natalia Zavalyonkova what she plans to do next. She's waiting for a visa to go to Britain, she says, where a woman called Lisa has offered her a room in her house. But Zavalyonkova says that's not really where she wants to be. I want to go back home to Mariupol, she says. Back to the Azov Sea. I miss the sea, she says. For the world, I'm Orla Barry in Warsaw, Poland.